Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I'm a writer for the Viking Age as well as zone coverage and bring me the news. And joining me is my co-host and managing editor of the Viking Age, Adam Patrick. We do this every Monday and Thursday night right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. We're also available in podcast form on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So like, comment, share, subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Let's start off here, Adam. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. It was quiet because my family, just it's just my close family, just me, my two boys, and my wife out here in San Diego. Everyone else uh, lives pretty much back home in New York, so uh, we weren't going to make that trip. It's a little too far. Uh, so it's good. It's quiet. Uh, Watch football all day. Didn't have any turkey. Had steak instead. Um no one's really a fan of turkey in this place, so we just uh, go with the steak. Still had stuffing, pie, all the other stuff, but yeah, no turkey. We just uh, feel like steak. there's a growing sentiment of people uh, rebelling. Steak. I don't want to call it a rebellion against turkey. Just I don't know. It's easy to screw up. Is my yeah, problem that that there's yeah, and you can make it. I I like turkey. I mean, I don't mind it, but I feel like I have to like douse it in a bunch of stuff to make it taste good. Um, I guess depending on who's cooking, but yeah, this the we started doing steak like two or three years ago, and uh, I don't think we're going back because it's it's pretty damn good. So yeah, we <laughs> have a uh, pulled pork shoulder at yeah. our family Thanksgiving. I uh, live four hours away, but I still made the drive. I didn't have to put together a paper on Thursday night, so co-editor was like, "Hey, why don't you go home?" So um, ate a bunch of food. Uh, my yeah. sister decided to get a new dog, a 10 week old dog and, uh, bring her to Thanksgiving. So, uh, that was interesting. And, uh, <laughs> my parents dog, who's seven, eight years old. Yeah. He was on some national geographic shit, trying to mark his territory or whatever. Oh, no. So, um, that was, 
it, it was a match for the ages. We will put it right there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think at one point I screamed, uh, there's too many bleeping people and there's too many bleeping dogs around here. There you go. But other than that, it was a great Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> especially, and you know why it was a great Thanksgiving, Adam? Um, the Lions lost. Oh, you know what? All three games were really good on Thanksgiving. They were, they were, I, they I'm were. not going to lie. Like, even that Lions game, I'm like, ah, oh, Bills, Lions, they're just going to get killed. And it's like, this is a good game. It was good. But um, the Minnesota Vikings beat the oh, New yeah. England Patriots. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. You might have been on tryptophan by that. Well, he didn't mm-hmm. have turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe you just had, like, meat sweats. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you just had a big porterhouse, and you're like, oh, I can't watch this game. Um <laughs> But they beat the Patriots 33 to 26 at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, what was the good thing that you took out of this game, Adam? Um, I really liked Kirk Cousins just, you know, just being like frick it, just throwing it up to Justin Jefferson uh, so many times, just being like, he's not even open, but he's going to catch it. And guess what? He did a lot. Um, and it worked out for the Vikings and it helped them win. Um, I like that they responded to their, you know, getting blown out by the, the Cowboys. They could have come in and, and had a similar performance or just, you know, laid flat on the ground for the Patriots who are known to just out scheme most of their opponents. Um, it felt like Kevin O'Connell was very prepared for this game, uh, especially in terms of protecting Kirk Cousins. Uh, Blake Brandle, I think he gave up one sack, but overall we did pretty good um, against, you know, Matthew Judon, who's no slouch. He, he was leading the league in sacks coming in last Thursday. Um, they did well with that. Um, and and just they didn't play dumb. They, I don't think they really made any dumb mistakes. The team on the other side what, what the was the one who made the uncharacteristic, you know, unforced errors. Um, I was going to ask you, what was the bigger surprise? The uh, a Bill Belichick team making so many stupid decisions and penalties and stuff, or uh, Sami Zayn embracing Jay Uso at Survivor Series War Games? All right. So before we get into the <laughs> Vikings part, I love the War Games match. It was, oh, yeah. I mean, that was a. You know, outside of Ronda Rousey and Shotzi, which um, I don't think it's really Shotzi's fault that bombed. I think uh, mm-hmm. that's the other highly paid mm-hmm. uh, superstar. But, um, yep. you know, just the story throughout it, just can they trust Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn going in there? And at the very end, you know, Sami punching KO in the duels uh, for mm-hmm. the bloodline at mm-hmm. the end. And Roman still at the end looking at Kevin Owens and looking at Sami Zayn like, I don't know about this guy yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, it was a great, great, great uh, war games. But mm-hmm. uh, the mistakes by the Patriots, you know, that that's the reason they won the game. I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, it was weird. Like the Patriots did a lot of weird things because I think mm-hmm. everybody kind of just assumed that the Cowboys ran over the Vikings the week before and the Patriots were going to come in and do it again with Damian Harrison and Ramondre Stevenson. And they decided to throw the ball, which in hindsight, when you look at it, Vikings are middle of the pack run defense overall. So I, and I mean, you know, I think the Dallas game, we can kind of agree right now was a fluke, right? So Bill Belichick opened door number two and it was throw the ball all over the place. The Patriots only ran the ball 13 times in that game. 
They threw it 39 times, which is something that I probably wouldn't do. But you know what? Mac Jones looked pretty damn good. I I mean, you know, everybody's kind of ragging on the defense, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. But, I mean, he quarterback still got to do his job, and he was making some throws out there. So, I mean, you know, that that was something that I I think – now, what was your question? It was Sami Zayn or the dumb mistakes. I'm sorry. I kind of went down. <laughs> and well, like I said, that, that was just kind of a mistake. It's like if I were the Patriots, I would have ran the ball. Like that, that's what I would have done. I would have tested them because Dalvin yeah. Tomlinson was out again. Uh the punt return was Pierre Strong. Go Jackrabbits. Yeah. Um, the former SDSU running back, uh, giving us a first down there. Um it was a very uncharacteristic performance by the Patriots. And yeah, I, I mean, people talk about team giving the Vikings game. I mean, you can, you can definitely okay. sort that into that pile, but I, I think the Vikings won this game. They bounced back. They yeah. looked like crap. And I mean, you, you kind of went on a rant a couple weeks ago about how, you know, people are comparing this team to the old regime a little bit too much, <laughs> but this was a valid reason to do it because this is the same group basically that had let things snowball under Mike Zimmer. And I mean, four days later, I, Zimmer coach team probably is still running gassers from Sunday's performance uh, by the time they kick off. So, I mean, they, they just did a good job compartmentalizing that's done. I mean, Kirk cousins did it in game because his first couple of attempts, he nearly threw a pick six. He he threw another interception that got returned to the 33 and I'm going, Oh God, here comes primetime Kirk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then he just went, all right, Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to throw it to him nonstop Mm -hmm. and see what happens. So, um, It was impressive. I like the win. Nine and two looks pretty good on the Vikings. And yeah. They had a chance to hand in 40 points late on Bill freaking yeah. Belichick. So, yeah. um, and, and the Patriots defense is good. They, yeah. they, they, they were, I think they're allowing like 12 points in their previous four games setting in uh, uh, last week. So the Vikings, they, they put up some points at a pretty good defense. And I was thinking about this too. The Vikings are nine and two. And I was just thinking about how like, we're guilty of this and other people who are, it's our job to like analyze the Vikings and, and decide if they're like legit or not. But I was thinking back to like the days when I was like nine or 10 years old and I would see the Vikings, you know, I would see, view this season. I would look at this season, like they're nine and two. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. Like this, this season is awesome. And I'm like, oh, I wish like I could just have that mentality again, but like, we can't, we got to like overanalyze like, Oh, well they, they allowed the, uh, 13 pressures in this game and uh well i don't know they, the patriots are only uh, a little shaky uh 10th oh, and dvoa so are they for uh, real it's like, it's like can we just enjoy it like they're nine and two they're the the, the the they have the second best record in the nfl like why why can't we just enjoy it but i know our minds and well i don't do even that. i don't even think it's like the analytical side it's just us as viking fans just being for scorn sure, for sure. like 98 is like this is awesome we're going to the super yes. bowl oh there goes our kicker um yeah let's well, speak which do you want to talk about some of the bad things that happened in this game because <laughs> there are a couple like i don't sure. know greg joseph yeah 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 he uh I don't know. It's weird. Why does he miss extra points? Why are they? Why is it so hard? And he, and he makes. He doesn't make fifty yards. I guess he doesn't make those either. But everything under fifty this year that's not an extra point he has made. Um, but extra points for some reason, and they've been a thing I think in his career that have hindered uh, him. Um, and the good, the best thing going for Greg Joseph right now is that it's we're going into week thirteen, and. 
not a whole lot to choose from in week 13 as far as kickers go. And then you run into that whole like kicker, holder, long snapper relationship that is pretty important. Uh, I think we all realized that when Zimmer was just like, you're fired, you're cut, you're get out of here. And just, just musical chairs of, of special teams kicking people. Um, so it is a problem. It probably will continue to be a problem. But there isn't really a whole lot the Vikings can do to fix it other than pretty much just go for two all the time. But I don't think they're going to do that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't think Zimmer so. Move, yeah. yeah, it is a Zimmer move. <laughs> and I think Kevin O'Connell is going to be like, no, just just make the extra point. Like, I don't I'm not going to go for two. Just just go out and make the extra point. It's a lot like the Packers special teams problems last year. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like that'll scare the hell out of Vikings fans because that pretty much cost them their game against the 49ers. Right. Yep. yep. But I mean, there's just nothing you can do about it right now. I mean, if you replace them with uh, Ryan Santoso, like I, I think he's out there right now. If you replace former Gopher, Gopher right? that's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm throwing his name out there and he's got a big leg too. So, I mean, hell that would be interesting, but like if you do that, like you said, you're you're messing with that. That might make things even worse. Like yeah. it's just kind of like work with what you have. And unless like Greg Joseph has a Dan Bailey in Tampa Bay type game, like just right. ride it out. I mean, it'll suck if he misses one late, but I mean, there is literally nothing you can do. About I mean, it right now. this was it was a 67 yard field goal, but Justin Tucker missed a field goal yesterday. OK, so if he can miss a field goal, 67 yards, OK, whatever. Uh, then you know anybody can miss, but it's it's kicking in the NFL. Like there is there is literally there's no more Vinatieri's in his prime. There's no more Stephen Guskowski in his prime. Like Justin Tucker is the best, but there's only like one of him. Like I feel like maybe Greg Zerline's having a pretty good year with um, the Cowboys. Robbie Gould always has a good year. He's a good kicker with with the Niners, but. There aren't really a whole lot of good kick, which which is almost as mind boggling as there aren't there aren't thirty two good kickers in the entire world and there aren't thirty two good quarterbacks in the entire world. Like what? what <laughs> how is this so impossible to find? But uh, and I feel like kickers would be easier because because of the you know sport of soccer is just uh, a world sport. Go uh, get Pele to kick a fifty like, yarder. Or what? Yeah, I, I I don't know. Actually, there's a kicker. I actually wrote about this um, last night and posted like three kickers of the Vikings could consider just to for sh- you know shits and giggles. Um, but one of them is the USFL points leader last year, who last year the playing in the USFL was his first season ever playing professional football. And before that, he was playing in like the MLS, and he decided like, hey, I just want to be you know a football player, and he did pretty darn well. So he's still out there. The Seahawks gave him a look earlier this year, but nothing came of it. But uh, there's some guys out there. But yeah, basically, Greg Joseph is he's going to be the guy unless, yeah, like you said, he goes Dan Bailey and misses like four or five gimme kicks in a game. So the bad for me in this game was the pass defense. And I know I was kind of mm-hmm. defending them a little bit uh, with 382 yards and two touchdowns for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. But I- I'm just trying to figure out if this is a concern. Is this just Bill Belichick going, well, you know, look at, I got Duke Shelley out there. and uh, Matt you know, Patricia. Man. Okay. It was his wonderful. Oh, thing. yes, yes. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 
you look at this secondary, and this gets into topic number two for today, but uh, this secondary is looking awfully paper thin. Uh, Kevin O'Connell said that Cameron Dantzler could be back soon. Um, We should be getting a Caleb Evans back eventually as he works his way back from a concussion. But Andrew Booth Jr. now needs knee surgery. And Ian Rappaport says they will dive into his knee this week and decide what kind of procedure he needs. Uh, at this rate, I'm just going to assume it's probably going to be the one that's going to knock him out for the rest of the season. So, uh, he has a meniscus tear, I think. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and I, I'm not sure if it's the same knee that he had surgery on high school, but um, it, it's, it's not good. So, I mean, on a scale of one to five and fives, like having Chris Boyd start at corner or, you know, one being. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Top special you teams know. vote getter in the NFC, Chris Boyd. That's not. Yeah, uh, he was going after people on Twitter. I, know, I, I saw, saw that. Do <laughs> you think he searches uh, his name on Twitter? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Just, where you uh, at, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Him and Bashad um, Breland probably still. So is the is the secondary that. concern? Is that your question? Yeah, is the secondary a concern? Yeah, very very yeah. sloppy yeah. transition by me, but yes, it is. Um, when you're going into the playoffs and you're gonna have to face teams like the Eagles, Cowboys, uh, who else is there? Um, uh, blanking right now. Uh, that's about Eagles, Eagles Cowboys. Cowboys. There's a whole good quarterbacks. In that's the that, okay. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe it's not that bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the Niners. Okay. I guess they, they got Debo hey, and Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius. Okay. Yeah. They scored 13 points against the, uh, you know, 25th scoring but, defense. But I mean, they probably wouldn't scored any without Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> um, Debo Samuel and George Kittle had 69 total yards yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But I, I mean, not, not nice. Just, no, they they have better skill position players than the Vikings. That's what I've heard. Um, so that's a discussion for another podcast. But yeah, there's them. There's uh, who else? I mean, like, yeah, I guess not the Commanders. Terry McLaurin, he's he's a good receiver, but and Taylor Heineke, he's not going to like torch you. So, but like, if you want to get to the top, you got to beat the Eagles and you got to beat the Cowboys. Um, and uh, the Vikings did not in both of those meetings, and a big part of that was because of their pass defense and their inability to cover anybody on the field uh it is a problem i don't know if a lot of it has to do with them only them really not being aggressive when it comes to pass rush they're really just relying on on their four guys to try and get to the quarterback which was working before zadarius smith you know got a knee injury and now he's not the same the last few games um I think hopefully this this longer this mini buy will will help him out, um, but yeah, I I don't mind a Caleb Evans in there. I liked what I saw from him when he was on the field. Cameron Dantzler, he's a good run defender, uh, not still questionable in, in coverage. Uh, Patrick Peterson has been playing very well, and then I mean the secondary worries me, but like what about the linebackers? They've been getting burned um, the last few weeks. Uh, Kendricks and um, Jordan Hicks. So the coverage in general just just worries me. I just I haven't been impressed by it at all this year, and I don't know if it's because of injuries or what. But it seems like their their, their coverage is just not good, which is weird because Ed Donatel he also has like a defensive back background like um, like Mike Zimmer did. So it's it's kind of 
confusing, and I don't know if it it has a lot to do with the pass rush or injuries or what, but uh, it's uh, it's not good. I I'd like to see some some improvements during the next few weeks. I don't know if they will be able to see that because they're playing what the Jets, uh, the Giants, <laughs> the the Lions, maybe the, the Jets, Lions, Lions, Giants, and then probably Jordan Love and Trevor Simeon. But maybe, yes. I, <sighs> I think the Jets will actually be a good good test. Mike White looked good yesterday. It was against the Bears defense, which is they're three and nine for a reason. Um, but they have some receivers, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, Tyler Conklin, um, that can, you know, do some damage. So I'll, I'll be curious to see how the, the secondary performs this weekend against the Jets. But it, yeah, it's a concern. It, it has to get better if they want to beat the Eagles and Cowboys right now. I don't I don't think they could. So like I think I saw a tweet by Tyler Fornis that said, you know, maybe they just don't have the personnel for it right now. And you look at this team, I mean, Eric Hendricks, 30, Harrison Smith, 30, what, two, 33, somewhere. I mean, a lot of guys are getting up there. A lot of guys are kind of slower on this defense. And I mean, they tried in the draft, but uh, they, they just didn't. Part of it's like injuries and part of it's just guys not getting on the field. Um, You know, looking at the booth pick in particular, Mm -hmm. they might have just, they should have just taken Christian Watson at 34 and just be like, all right, we're just going to (laughs) outshoot people. Because I mean, I I know Adam Thielen has Minnesota powers and like he can't do anything wrong and he can just spit out turkey on life. That turkey was probably disgusting though. I mean, it, it, it was probably work. sitting out for four, three or four hours. So, yeah, right. They can't like make it during the game or Justin, else, Jefferson, you know. Justin Jefferson's like, oh, I got my grills in. Can't eat it. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't he like mean, lift up the leg in the uh, mean, thing? It was too? a turducken, like, too. I think it was. Um, oh, it was a turducken. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins is devouring his. He has like he's leaving with the bone and that's it uh, when he left the field. Um, but uh, yeah, um, what, we've what seen were, Kirk. We've seen Kirk's uh, choice in meat to put on the grill. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, this draft class, you know, you trade down from the – I mean, trade down from 11. We'll see what happens with Jameson Williams here in the next couple of weeks. If he's, like, a superstar receiver, you know, that's, like, really raising your eyebrows. Yeah. And then you have Christian Watson at 34. You traded down. Uh, you took Lewis Seen at 32 before that. And then you go ahead, you take – you trade up for Andrew Booth Jr. with one of those picks you got from the Packers. That looks to be kind of a rough pick. And then you have Ed Ingram, who mm-hmm. leads all offensive linemen, not just guards, all offensive linemen in pressures. Mm-hmm. And then there's Brian Asamoa, who uh, has yeah. 30 defensive snaps this year. So, not good. I- What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah, I think I saw saw a tweet earlier from somebody, I can't remember who posted it, but like it said, like, if you need your rookie class to come in and like provide an immediate impact, then you're, you know, your team probably wasn't good in the first place. Um, so I'm okay with this this rookie class not making a gigantic impact this year. Now, if they, they don't do anything next year and the year after, then, yeah, it's not a good draft class. Um, but Lewis Seen's injury, that was that was a fluke. That's not going to happen all the time. Uh, Andrew Boots, a different story. He's had a bad injury history. Um, and then Ed Ingram, I, th- I would like to hope that it's just rookie, rookie problems and 
that can be fixed because it looks like their their offensive line coach has gotten a lot out of everybody as far as Garrett Bradbury, Ezra Cleveland, Brian O'Neill, Christian Darisaw. They've all taken step forward steps forward this year. So I would feel confident going into the offseason, a full offseason, because remember Ed Ingram, you know, he wasn't there really for half the offseason because of all of his his draft stuff that he had to do to get ready for. Um so, you know, going in this offseason, a full offseason with the Vikings, I feel like I would feel confident in him taking a, a step in the right direction. And as far as receivers go in the draft, I feel like they're available almost every year. So I don't I don't like I'm not gonna I would I would I would we have all like the Vikings to draft a receiver this year? Yes, because we all saw Adam Thielen declining and KJ Osborne, yeah, he took a step. But you're lucky you don't live in Minnesota. You'd be arrested on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, I have a snowmobile out to San Diego right now. I've got people like, feeling fans who don't like me anyway, so I don't. I'm not. I'm not worried uh, for other reasons. Um, but yeah, receivers in the draft, I feel like they're available every year, so that's. I'm not worried about that. But Christian Watson looks pretty good right now. Um, yeah, that first game a little hiccup, dropping that pass, but he's had what six touchdowns in the last three games yeah some Packer fans said that uh he's on pace for 34 touchdowns right now I'm like yeah that's not how it works but okay <laughs> that's cute <laughs> um yeah yeah no I'm I'm all right with their with their selections the booth one does worry me I'll, I'll say that the booth the booth one does worry me because you're having season ending surgery in your rookie year when you already were injured and you have an injury bad injury history like that that worries me a bit like I could see Scene and Ingram bouncing back next year in yeah. some form. Like yeah. I could see Scene having some kind of role. It depends on. I mean, he's already walking around on his legs, so I mean, maybe it was yeah. just a clean compound fa- fracture yeah. instead of yeah. like you know. Yeah, I, I can't even yeah. illustrate it with yeah. my hands, I but I mean, <laughs> and and Ingram too. I mean, he's doing enough to start. I mean, he's not exactly doing well, but and I mean, he's a good run hard. blocker. And yeah, he's got a good run blocker. If you can get him to pass block, you yeah. know, you probably have a pretty good guard there. Or yeah. maybe if you get a better center next to him, Correct. you know, maybe some of those pressures go away. I mean, I, I'm just kind of drinking a little purple Kool-Aid when thinking well, and we about think, it. But. What do we th- Ezra Cleveland, he was yeah, he was not that good as a rookie. No. Um, so, you know, now look at him. He's one of the, according to PFF, he's one of the top guards in the league. So outside of a little up in Washington, but yeah. that'll happen. <laughs> um, so to finish things up, I mean, do you really want to talk about Pro Bowl voting? No, I don't. It's I don't a flag football. It, it is actually a flag football game now. Oh, right? I, I forgot about that. It's not even there's not even a game anymore. Right. It's so so they so, <laughs> so so they're voting. So you get picked for a team, but then but there's no game. So you just get like yeah. a roster spot. You just get to get, well, and I'm sure there's like things in their contract that like, yeah. So it's like a pro ball selection. You get money. So it's like a secondary kind of all a fan voted all pro team. Basically. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, I don't know. Justin Jefferson's cleaning house right now. He leads. Oh yeah. In, he uh, should. He should in uh votes right now. And yes, like, as you mentioned, he should, but, I'm not going to sit here and be like, why isn't Ed Ingram starting? You vote, hashtag vote Ed well, Ingram. Yeah, I guess you could compare it to the NBA All-Star, you know, the All-Star team. And then they have the All-NBA team after. 
to see Andrew Wiggins, team. NBA all-star starter. Yeah. 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 Although he looked, looks pretty good against Timberwolves yesterday. Um, I made it uh, sidebar. I made it four possessions before I turned that game off. <laughs> so it was Andrew Wiggins alley-oop. It was Steph Curry wide open three. Uh, somebody else had a wide open dunk and I don't know. And I'm like, Oh, they don't feel like playing. Did the, today. Did okay. the Timberwolves, did they pass on Steph Curry? I don't think I've ever heard anyone bring that up. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's talk about the Vikings and their pursuit for home field. Uh, after week 12, 12, 12, I had to take yep. off my shoes to yep. count that, yep. but yep. I ran into trouble there. Uh, the Vikings are nine and two. Philly is 10 and one. Here is the Vikings schedule from here on out. Yep. You get the Jets at home. You go to Detroit. You have Indianapolis at home. They ain't scared, bro. They got Jeff Saturday. You got the Giants at home. <laughs> you go to Green Bay, where you're probably not going to play Aaron Rodgers now. Mm-mm. You go to Chicago, which is the house of horrors, and that's your season. The Eagles schedule. They have the A.J. Brown Bowl on Sunday against Tennessee and Philadelphia. They go to the Giants. They go to the Bears. They go, that's not right, is it? To the Bears? I don't know. Because they said three straight road games. I guess so. I don't know. I, yeah. I wrote this this morning when I was a little groggy. Yeah. Um, they're at Let's Dallas, see. against New Orleans, and against the Giants. No, they go to the Bears. They go to the Bears. Yeah. Okay. So Tennessee. they got three in a row is not weird. And the right. Vikings are in the middle of three home games in a row. Yeah. So I thought yeah. maybe I goofed that up a little bit. No, but. You're right. Um, oh, yeah, because the Vikings went to Philadelphia. Okay. Right. Never mind. Right. Right. So do you think the Vikings will catch the Eagles? Uh, you know, I think the Titans can beat them. Yes, stuff. I agree. Um, I don't think it's a lock, but I think they can. I don't think the Giants are as good as they were earlier this year. I don't know. It's going to be close. Dallas like, could beat them. They can beat them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think the Giants last last game of the season are going to be they're going to be fighting probably for a playoff spot, so they're going to be competing to win that game. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, and here's, sure, here's the thing: sure. for the Vikings. everything's going nuts this season. Why not? The Vikings get the number one seed. Let's do it. Home field advantage for the Let's first time it. since '98. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Welcome to the yeah. House of Pain. Nobody wants to go to um, Philly. They were booing guys when they were getting injured last night. Well injured um, yeah so no one wants to go to philly Come on. i mean maybe nick sirianni wants to go to minnesota just so he can talk trash to fans and say you know just <sighs> he he fits in very well uh with that like he, he would be you wouldn't even know he wasn't a fan if he was in the stands at, at the eagles games like between him and kyle shanahan i just want to see one of them just get punched in the face like if the vikings would, if the Vikings Super Bowl path, if they went to the Super Bowl, were Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, I would find that very enjoyable to just yeah. knock them both out. Yeah. But yeah, um, there is that. It could happen. I'm looking at the Vikings schedule and I'm going like, they're not finishing 15 and two. Like they're going to trip up at some point. The Jets is a tough game at home. Yeah. I think on Sunday, um, yeah. Sauce Gardner against Justin Jefferson, get your popcorn. Who else steps up if he gets shut down? I the don't Lions know. are no the Lions are no joke. Either. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Colts, too. I mean, I they ain't scared, bro. Like I said, like Jeff Saturday. That's you know. 
Yeah, and he's got he's just going back to like their it seems like he's going back to their bread and butter, like Matt Ryan just get in there, make smart plays, just hand the ball off to um Jonathan Taylor as much as possible. Um and then, you know, at Green Bay on New Year's Day, and we said that Aaron Rodgers might not play. I don't know if that's good because yeah. he's been playing pretty bad uh recently. And Jordan Love in his limited uh action last night, it looked looked pretty good. Is it a coincidence that Rogers thumb hurts more than when they're losing? Like as you know, it's just like, Oh yeah, it's totally fine. You know, I'll just wrap it up a little bit. We got knocked in the ribs last night. Ancient Indian thing. Then he loses a couple of games, loses a couple games. And he's just like, yeah, "Yeah, you know, it's now it's like, Oh, it's broken. They might have to amputate it. Oh, my ribs, my ribs. Oh God. Mm -hmm. There is a sit down interview with Aaron Andrews coming probably where he's just like, Aaron, my dear, I, I just didn't want to scare you. I was in so much pain, and I, I don't know how I can go on. And well, I think I saw today, uh, like a one of a YouTube clip or whatever that it was from the Pat McAfee show, where I was like, "Has Aaron? Rod- have we seen the the final play of Aaron Rodgers?" And I'm like, "Well, hold on these these guys are like friends. First off, he's they're friends with this show. Uh, he wouldn't put that out there. They wouldn't put that out there without his approval, probably. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because he could retire. Uh, there's been that, that rumor swirling around because Packers can't really get rid of him. Uh, yeah. They're they're pretty much locked in for the next few years because of dead money. They just gave him an extension like a dumb team. Um, well, he won back-to-back MVP, so maybe not so dumb. Um, but he's just annoying. There was uh, Miller Lite consumed uh, in the negotiation of that contract, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's give you $59 million. You'll be 42, Bush. but you'll be good, man. You'll they drink good. Bush. Bush. They, they drink Bush. Bush. They drink Bush. For sure. Mm. For sure. Like the camo, the camo, uh, like design on it. They definitely, they definitely drink that for sure. Lineys is good stuff, though. <laughs> That's not bad. Wisconsin knows their beer. Like I, well, what else I, do they have I to do? Give them that. Yeah, they don't have much else. Shoot deer, <laughs> eat butter burgers, and drink beer. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, the Vikings' opponent on Sunday, Mike White, three hundred fifteen yards, three touchdowns uh, on Sunday. Um, hide your moms. Here comes the New York Jets on Sunday, but Zach Wilson's <laughs> not going to start. Are you afraid of Mike White? Uh, God, I would love to say no. <laughs> I can't. I can't say no. I would say I'm more confident in the Vikings going against a backup quarterback this season than I have been in previous seasons. I feel like they're actually going to prepare for Mike White compared to other seasons when they're like, we don't need to do that defense. You can take the week off. Um, and then they just get torched by, uh, you know, what's the dude from from Dallas? Uh, um, Cooper Rush. Yes, Cooper Rush or any other backup quarterback. Uh, you know, any other backup quarterback in the league, Matt Moore, who decided to beat the Vikings back in the day. Uh, I'm The secondary makes me worry. Um, the fact that he, Mike White looked pretty comfortable and he threw for that many yards in like pouring rain too. So it wasn't like he was, it was just in a dome or whatever. Now he's going to be in a dome on Sunday. Um, Garrett Wilson is very good uh, as a rookie receiver. Elijah Moore is pretty dangerous mentioned Tyler Conklin. I think DeAndre Carter just suffered uh, a high ankle sprain, so I think he might be out. They're running Michael back. Carter, you mean? 
Michael Carter. Yep, you're right. DeAndre Carter is on the Chargers. Chargers. Um, but yeah, Michael Carter's got a high ankle sprain, so I think he's out for Sunday. Um, and they have a really good defense. So yeah, um, and I think the Vikings are only favored by what three, three and a half right now. Um, I could see the Jets beating them. That's that's basically it. Yeah. I could see the Jets beating the Vikings. Here's my argument against Mike White, and I'm not buying this because we've seen this before. He threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns, two interceptions against the Bengals a couple of years ago on Halloween. And what happened the next game? I think he was seven for 11 with a touchdown. And then he got hurt against the Cardinals. And then he threw four picks against the Bills. This is a quarterback that had five of his eight interceptions with a clean pocket last season. And I know, I know that the jets have better weapons. I know that Garrett Wilson is now an actual person. And I probably shouldn't have said that during the draft process. Uh, Elijah Moore has jumped off the milk carton. He looks pretty Mm -hmm. good. And you also have Tyler Conklin revenge game, Uh, hashtag revenge game. My bad. But uh, here's the other thing too. That was interesting about Sunday. Mike white had 30 dropbacks. How many did he get pressured? And don't look at the outline. Oh, I didn't. Um, I probably remember it now, but three. You looked three? at the outline, Dan. <laughs> I did. I didn't it look at. Three, I'm not looking at it right three, now, but I just three, remembered it. Three of thirty dropbacks on Sunday. that stood out to me. It was like, oh, yeah. Okay. And last season, he had a 67.8 passer rating under pressure. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, noted Disney villain Zach Wilson uh, had 48.6. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. This this is a tough matchup, but I mean, I, I I'm not terrified of the Jets' offense at all. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe some of those receivers get open. I mean, we saw. If, if I'm the They're Jets, gonna I'm going to try and throw all damn afternoon. They're going like, to get open. They're going to get. They're going to get open. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when you're playing 20 yards back in the yeah. Donashell defense, yeah, uh, they're going to get open. That, that's sure. not going to be good. Um. Let's wrap up things with potential playoff matchups, shall we? Let's yeah. talk about how it matches up and how it looks. Right now, of course, the Eagles get the bye. You have number five, Dallas, at number four, Tampa Bay, as a wild card matchup. You have number six, New York, at number three, San Francisco. It's apparently just going to be number one by the end of this because everybody's just jumping on their bandwagon right now. I mean, I... It is funny. I've looked at 49ers Twitter and they're just like us. They're just like, yeah, we won, but we didn't look good. Like Kyle Shanahan looks like the aggressive parent whose daughter isn't getting enough playing time on their basketball team. You have a different analogy for him. Or uh, he looks like the guy (laughs) that is like his kids on the wrestling team and he thinks he's hot stuff, but he just gets folded into a pretzel at the state tournament. And he's like, just sitting there, like in the, in the stands, just like, Jimmy, Jimmy Russell, Jimmy Russell, Jimmy, was, uh, ah, Jimmy. Have you heard the, the, that Sam Bradford looks like he uh, is wearing a Halloween costume uh, as Sam Bradford. I feel like that goes, as, you could say that about Kyle Shanahan. Like he looks like he's wearing a Halloween costume to be an NFL coach. Cause I don't know. Like he's, he's beloved, I guess around the league, but, I'm never impressed by him. We've talked about him so many times about how we're just like, like, why is this guy just glorified so much? Uh, I, and if his last name was not Shanahan, he probably would have been fired a long time ago. Correct. Um, so, uh, 
yeah, the Niners, who I think I saw have the second best odds to win the NFC right now. Uh, I. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> Okay, so so let's let's think about this here. Let, before we get into the Vikings playoff matchup, let's just think about this here. San Francisco has to come here to beat yeah. the Vikings. Yeah. They they do not get to play them in their little cushy, you know, stadium that's actually 40 miles away from the actual city they're named after. They have to play the Vikings here in US Bank Stadium with a whole bunch of drunk Vikings fans screaming in an enclosed environment. Do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo in that environment? Hell no. no. no and their defense games. is good. Like, I, I'm not going to dismiss the 49ers as a complete non-threat well, because their defense, their defense is, is outstanding. Yeah. D'Amico yeah. Ryans is balling right now. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, how, how am I supposed to take you seriously when your head coach is the kid that gets the big Christmas present and plays with a box the entire time? Yeah. Oh, we got Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Ooh, and then Christian now? McCaffrey too. You basically bought a Sega Genesis expecting a PS5. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's got two yards of freaking carry and you're like, well, I don't know what's happening. This is Where- Christian McCaffrey. Do you just play fantasy football and try and get these guys? Like mm-hmm. it's just, I hate he the wanted- Niners so freaking he- much. He wants Kirk Cousins. He still does. You know he does. The apple of his eye. Um, yeah. Do you think he calls Jimmy Kirk in uh, meetings? Well, yeah, you got it. My name's Jimmy. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. That whole thing was weird with Jimmy at the begin with. Like, they, he didn't even practice with them this summer. And then they're like, hey, you you want to come back? <laughs> Trey Lance is like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I guess. Um, you spend okay. how much rapid capital to get me yeah. again? Yeah. And you're not. Um, Playoff right. matchup. I, I wouldn't look past the Vikings one that's sitting there right now. I wouldn't look yeah. past that. Uh, Washington, not good. And like I said, after we played them, I'm like, I do not want to see them again. No. I don't care if it's here or there or wherever. They play hard, man. And I mean, they they are so annoying to watch. Like yeah. Taylor Heineke is like Mickey Mouse tattoos and like jumping <laughs> up and down and screaming like a frat bro drinking bush lights. Like Deron Payne's still probably an Ezra Cleveland nightmare, though. but he's he's refreshing compared to like Carson Wentz. Gotta this give is credit true. For that. Carson um, Carson Wentz probably walks by and goes sinner. Yeah, oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, that defensive line is ridiculous, and they made another huge play yesterday. That um, the interception that they had in the end zone against the Falcons when the Falcons were basically gonna they were they were gonna win. They scored touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the defensive linemen stuck his hand up, tipped the ball, and the commanders got the interception and eventually won the game. Um, so yeah, they're they're hot. I think they've won six of the last seven. So that's a good team. Like no matter, and the, their only loss to the Vikings at home. So that that does make you feel good that the Vikings beat them already, and they beat them, you know, on the road, which makes it tougher. So you'd like to think that in their own building they'd be able to to do better. But yeah, that that's a team. That's a team that could, you know, they come in, you might beat them, but they could beat up Kirk Cousins and he might be messed up for the mess of the, the rest of the playoffs. So that could have other impl- implications on on your playoff success other than, you know, winning or losing. So I don't, I don't, I don't. What's your ideal playoff, like first round matchup? Would it be like the Seahawks or the Giants? 
I'm almost afraid to mention one because I feel like, you know, they could lose to anybody. Well, that's the thing. Anybody this year can. This is wide open. Like every matchup, I think, is a coin flip. I could see Tampa Bay beating Dallas. Tampa Bay already beat Dallas. They did. They did. They already beat them. (laughs) Yeah. And now they're going to get them at home. Like, I don't know. Like the Giants could go to San Francisco and beat them. I mean, Kyle Shanahan could galaxy brain himself and like. Oh, we have six points on the board right now. This isn't good. This is a like, this is a 2017 year where they always throw that picture up uh, before the Super Bowl every year. And be like, remember this? And it's like a picture of Blake Bortles next to Nick Flo- next Nick Foles next to Case Keenum, and then there's oh, it's Tom Brady. This is this is one of those years. What it feels like we're like it's gonna be like uh, like a Dolphins uh, Cowboys or Dolphins Giants Super Bowl, and you're like, what the like what happened? <laughs> you are drunk. You're cut yeah. off. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm excited for the playoffs as a whole because I think it, I think it's just gonna be wide open on both sides of the bracket. I think yeah. Kansas City is the only dominant team, but I mean I, when I watched them against the Rams, I, I wasn't know. like, oh, this guy's this team's gonna win by 40 every game. Like, you know. It's just it's just a weird year. So hopefully the Vikings can take advantage of it. Why not mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. Why not us? Um, but that's all the time we have for today. We do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel. Thursday episodes are now going to be at 1130 Central PM time yeah. uh, because my job requires me to be literally everywhere on Thursday nights. So come spend lunch with us, you know, spit out your Diet Coke or something. Um, but like, comment, share, subscribe, all those cool YouTube things so you never miss an episode. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.